Good morning, everybody. Happy Victory Sunday, uh, Buckeye Nation. Uh, this was a good one. Uh, this is Jeff Nee Sports. This is I'm Jeff, obviously. This is the Buckeye Remix. Uh, back the way nature intended it on Sunday morning after uh, a solid uh, win by the the Ohio State Buckeyes. So, um, you know, here we go. We now we do the show. We, uh, you know, I want to get you in, get you out of here. First of all, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I appreciate the feedback through the week. Um, you know, things things take off a little more. Uh, each time I do this show, and it's uh, it's because of the great fans out there. So, and let's face it, it's a lot easier when the Buckeyes look like they did this pet Saturday compared to like say a few weeks ago. But you know what? That's that's how things work in college football. That's why we love it. Uh, a lot of crazy stuff happened on Saturday night. I'll be talking about that later. I encourage you guys to check out my college rankings show this week. You know, we're not just I'm not just going to discuss my playoff rankings. I'm also going to start looking forward to you know, the big games uh, that are going to determine, uh, you know, the playoff matchups, you know, the rest of the season or how I see it. And then we'll talk about some of the, you know, the upsets. Of course, we can't skip over Alabama. I mean, that's a big deal. Things like that. Kind of talk about, you know, where Cincy falls into all this and all that. So uh, check out Jeff Need Sports College Football Rankings. Do a live show and I'll be putting them out here um, very, very soon. So, uh, but first of all, let's talk about our Buckeyes. Uh, overview of the game. Uh, it's, it was another, it was another story of basically two quarters. Uh, the second half of the game, I'm not saying it didn't matter, but it, it, it wasn't, it was more about learning training, you know, the process, the first half of the game, the Buckeyes looked really good. It, it, Stroud was, uh, almost perfect again. I mean, they, they come out essentially and, Maryland was like, okay, we're going to cut you off at the knees. We're not going to give you these gaping holes and let Trayvon Henderson run for 300 yards. Day and Stroud immediately shifted gears and said, all right, we'll just dissect you. And they did. You know, they 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 tried to push the running game for a few plays and we're like, okay, here we go. And turned turned Wilson, Olave, you know, and Jigba it just just turned the gang loose. And it, it was it was it was over from that moment. Actually. Maryland probably, honestly, a smarter game plan would have probably been to to let the Buckeyes run. It, at least it would have slowed down the uh, the whooping that they took, uh, which is funny. But Buckeyes scored sixty six points. Maryland scored seventeen. Buckeyes scored sixty six points. Only had the ball twenty five minutes. Uh, they get the ball. They get their av- they average eight point four yards of play again, which is about what they've done all year. Uh, just just mowed them down. You know. At, 8.4 yards a play is is incredible. It really is. So, you know, great job by the offense overall. So we'll talk about my knee jerks. I mean, you guys, the overview, you guys know it. Buckeyes kick Maryland's butt. It is what it is. 66-17, great game. So knee jerks. Um, my biggest knee jerk was this team is starting to play to their speed. You know, they're starting to react quicker. They're starting to make better decisions. And, and you, you all know we're specifically talking about the defensive secondary, you know, the back's. I don't know. We would call it the back five. You want to call it the back seven, however you want to determine. Um, reacting quicker, making better reads, playing, you know, together, you know, in coverage, not not like separate guys out there. Uh, you know, there's they still got man a lot. They it's it's a little different now. Um, safeties are just they're just playing a little better. Linebackers are playing better in coverage. My knee jerk was that this this very young team, the young players, are starting to figure out how to use their skills, and that's very important. And we knew that was going to be we knew it was going to happen. We hope that 
the Buckeyes didn't have to take a loss in this learning process. They did against Oregon. They're going to, they're, they're going to, honestly, they're going to fight that the rest of the year. It's just the way it is, especially with Oregon. You know, they don't look as strong as they did coming out of that game is what it is. So that's my knee jerk is that the young guys are starting to start to figure it out, starting to pick it up. Um, and every, everything works better that way. Stroud is Think, uh, you know, he's another young guy. I, whatever, whatever, what if it, you know, was the injury that was holding him back a little bit with his accuracy, whether, whether it was mental, whether it was just being young, whether it was the lights, I, I, it doesn't matter. He's the last two games, you know, he's had over 400 yards and four touchdowns in each of them. He's, he's much more accurate. He's not missing open guys. He's let, he's letting his receivers run under the ball. He's making great throws when he has to. So just knee jerk was the team is coming together. That's it. And, Another one, we'll talk about it when I get to the report card. Um, the, I, I see a weakness, not a weakness, but I see a surprise, surprisingly, surprisingly average group on this team, you know, that we'll talk about when I get to report card. So talk about the offense. Once again, it was amazing. Receivers could do whatever they wanted yesterday. Stroud was putting the ball where it needed to go. Every play was working. The play designs by day looked really good. Um, they're doing a great job. You know, it reminds me similar of what Alabama's done the last couple of years. They're finding ways to get their skill guys, which the Buckeyes have a lot of them. Um, they can choose what skill guy they want to get open, much like Alabama, similar to Alabama last year. They're finding ways to get guys open, whether there was a great play yesterday where Wilson's coming across and he uses the the umpire as a as a screen which is fine i mean that's a very typical thing but it's just it's just knowing that exact depth it's the precision of the routes um it just look great and it makes it easy on stroud and then when stroud's accurate it's just a com it's a deadly combination so uh offense looked really good henderson looked good again once again maryland was like like literally technique wise they were going to go low they were going to cut these big offensive that's what you do against a big offensive line it's just it's just um it's it's the weakness in having a massive offensive line is that they're tall and smaller athletic defensive lines can get out, get out, get them low. They can shoot, you know, they can fill the gaps and everything. They clutter things up. I, I essentially said that what they were trying to do yesterday was just make a parking bumper for, you know, Travion to trip over and it worked. They were going to have to go outside the tackles. They did. They eventually found, you know, 166 rushing yards, just kind of put it together, but it, they've, they tested Stroud and they lost. He he passed the test, and you know that's that is what it is. So uh, offense adjusted, looked good, looked precise, uh, looked fast, um, and of course the quarterback you know looked wonderful, which you, we all know it's it's modern football. That's honestly the most important thing you you have to have right now. Um, talk about the defense a little bit. Defense I I, I addressed it in the overview. Knee jerks. They look. Better, they look faster. They look like they're starting to get it. Steel Chambers really jumped off of the page yesterday. Uh, everybody knows the former running back that converted to linebacker. Good for him. He is he's he's starting to flow. He's aggressive. He's physical. Um, really impressive. Had six tackles yesterday. Um, just uh, overall defense looked better. And here's what I didn't mind. I, there was especially in the first half, like we'll we'll just say when the game kind of mattered, you know, when it was closer. The Buckeyes gave up a couple long drives. Um, Tung of Aloha is a, a really good quarterback. He was able to get out of the pocket with his quickness, you know, really easy. Um, the interior of the Buckeyes defensive line looked, you know, pretty good getting a push. Nothing on the edges. I'm going to address that here in a minute with report card. But 
they they kept things in front of them. The secondary kept the things in front of them. And what I said was, I don't love giving up, you know, a 75-yard drive and a touchdown. But what I do like is that the Buckeyes are making make a team earn it because you can learn from that. You know, you can learn from your mistakes if you if you play 10 plays on defense, even if the team is getting yards, as opposed to like last year and earlier this year, when you're giving up 70-yard, you know, pass plays behind you, you didn't learn anything. Your team was out there for three plays. You gave up a touchdown, even though it's the same amount of yards. It's not the same. You can't, you can't bang up the other team. You can't get in a groove. You can't, you know, you can't get your, you know, you can't get your lip bloodied and then figure, you know, and respond when you're giving up huge chunk plays. So, and then you, you, with our defensive line, you know, the, the, just the, you know, most offensive lines we face, our defensive line is going to be a little more physical. Just it's just by recruiting and, you know, just being, you know, a, a solid team. You can't wear down the offensive line if your defense can't stay on the field, if they're giving up chunk plays. So it's a combination of all that. Then you really saw they wore Maryland down. Maryland, I mean, they had a decent game plan. The plays were there. They didn't have the athletes. And, you know, they got, they had a, you know, the running back got hurt early. Their best wide receivers out. All this is true, but that's the team that was in front of the Buckeyes. They wore them down. And, you know, it started to show up. He started to get a little more pressure. To, or I keep calling him too. I'm pro, I, sorry. Um, he had uh, – Tonga Valoa had to, you know, really scramble all day to make something happen. And it uh, – so overall, the defense was much better. And I think they're starting to play as a unit and starting to figure it out. They're, they're tackling more physical. They're really tackling, um, you know, securing tackles. Made some really big ones. You know, seven banks had – He's getting a little better. He had to, honestly he had a, quite a few missed tackles there early, maybe two or three, but he also had some good plays. So everything's coming together. You know, I we've got – it needs to come together quickly. Big Ten is obviously really good this year. Uh, there, There's no uh, – there's really not a lot of gimme games left, if any, honestly. So the Buckeyes are coming together, but they need to keep up the work. They need to stay in the film room, and they need they need to get at it. Uh, or they or they can still be got. That's the thing about this team is they're they're going to be young all season. They're not gonna they're not gonna become juniors and seniors overnight. This team's going to be young. They're gonna they're gonna make huge mistakes all year, and they're gonna hope that. Oh, sorry, get a little black duster. And they're gonna hope that you know the offense continues to do what they do and can cover up defensive mistakes. Same with the defense can you know help out a young offense that you know a young quarterback's going to make mistakes. So that's the thing. Team's getting better. Uh, they're back on track. And uh, we'll see how it goes. All right. So now it's time for the report card. I love this. I love this report card was fun today. It was pretty easy, guys. I'm not going to lie. Um, I enjoyed this one. And we'll go through it real quick. Quarterback A. Uh, the other reason he didn't get an A plus is because I got to leave room for later in the season. He obviously played A plus level in the first half. Just very, very few mistakes. You know, there was one time. You know, early in the game, I, you know, there was a lot of touchdowns. I believe it was the second touchdown drive. They got to third and goal. He, uh, they, they design a nice play for him. He makes a bad throw off the fingertips of, I believe, I believe Olave. It could have been Wilson, which is crazy that it's off their fingertips because those guys don't drop anything. But, um, you know, he just, it was, a, it was one of those like, once again, flashback to the first couple games of the season to where like, oh, you know, kind of cringe, like, man, you can't let those go. They decide to go for it on fourth down. They get Wilson, they get Wilson one on one on the on the right side of the field on the I think it was the four yard line, which obviously that's a, like nobody's guarding Garrett Wilson one on one in any kind of space. So whatever that, that's Maryland scheme, they went for it. Whatever. 
Uh, CJ reads it. Wilson runs. It makes a perfect move. I mean, this guy runs a fade route from the four and gets wide open. That is impressive. Uh, go back and watch the play. It is very impressive. And Stroud recognizes it, and he doesn't – you know, you've only got 14 yards there to work with. He doesn't put Wilson in a position to have to make a, you know, a, a back corner of the end zone toe drag. He he sees that uh, the defensive back is smoked. Before he can even get his turnaround, Stroud actually throws – you know, a, I won't say a laser, but he really, really put some heat on it. But nice trajectory, perfect placement. So the defensive back didn't even have time to turn around and, and interfere, fight or anything. And that that was just one play that where I'm like that that's talent. Like that's that's just that's just being a quarterback for most of his life, probably knowing what to do. But to what I like, recognize the situation, took advantage of the situation. Those are huge plays that that that. That carries over down the road, man to man, you know, with Wilson and making the read and the and the right throw, the right type of throw in that moment will carry down the road. That is something that you can take away from this game. Very, very happy about that. So Stroud, hey, did great. Uh, nothing more to say. Everybody saw it. it's it's unbelievable. He's on a roll right now. We'll see as defenses get tougher and the weather gets crappier and things like that uh wide receivers i just gave them an a plus because they just they weren't covered yesterday they they could do whatever they want they they run routes as a group well together they run the design of the route so like you know it might be olave is helping a jigba get open or vice versa you know once again we talked about wilson when they needed him he he there's nobody around him which because he just can't be covered you know they're they're just they cause so much fear in a defensive secondary it's unbelievable make stroud's job easier they did a Wonderful job yesterday, and as always, downfield blocking is great. Um, they, they that's a hallmark of a Brian Hartline coach team, uh, and, and it carried over. So, wide receivers, a plus, easy one. Running backs, a B. <coughs> I apologize for that. I do not have a cough button. I apologize for that. So, running back, a B. Uh, they looked all right. You know, Henderson's still a game breaker. I mean, they got the ball, they got him the ball in the passing game. It's wasn't really his thing. I've already beat it to death. Maryland was not going to give up, you know, the the gashed interior runs. You know, that's just that's something you can take away. So they didn't have a lot to do. They still 166, you know, yards um, on the ground, which is great, you know, but uh, they whether they ran the ball or not wasn't a huge factor. So yeah, it's not that they did anything wrong, but they just weren't asked to do a lot. There's going to be times in this season where the running backs are going to be the most important players on the field. Just wasn't wasn't yesterday. But still had a good game, nice solid B. Uh, nothing wrong. Couple touchdowns. Um, it's nice. It's nice CT. You know, get in there. Uh, Crowley looked really good. So yeah, you know, there's absolutely nothing to be ashamed of if you're the running backs. This is not a. It's not a negative. It's just you were only asked to do so much. And by the way, Travion Henderson still stole 102 yards and two touchdowns. Like, I don't want to act like he didn't do anything. You know, he had a, he had a really good game. And then the receiving yards, like he's, he's, he's having an excellent season. That's a, he looks like he had about 170 total yards and three touchdowns, you know, just that's it. That's it for a freshman. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Cut. We can do a whole show on him later, but maybe not. Uh, I gave the offensive line a B plus, uh, not great run. You know, we're, we're picking nits here. Not great run blocking, but Stroud is just so comfortable back there. He has so much trust in that line, and he does, and they've they deserve it. They're doing a wonderful job of, of uh, not, and they're not, and they're not giving up the big hits either. Like, I'm not saying they don't give up any pressure ever, but they're not, they're also not letting Stroud get hitting, you know, hitting the 
ribs and the helmet and blind sides and all that. They're just doing a fantastic job. I gave them a B plus strictly because the giant, you know, Mack truck size uh, holes for the running game weren't there. Uh, nitpicking, but you know, still a great game from the offensive line. Very impressive. They're uh, and they're as a unit, they're they're doing really well too, and they're wearing teams down, which is very important. So they got a B plus. Probably should have been higher, but you know, I got to leave room. I got to leave room for later in the year when we're really going to lean on them. <clears throat> There we go. Defensive line. Let's talk about this. Defensive line is C plus. Um, I'm not. It's. It, I don't know how to explain this. These guys are fine. I. They're just that. There is. There's no edge. The the edge pressure is just not there. You know, they basically Maryland decided as soon as as soon as the game started up. You know, like for instance, like Jean Baptiste did a really good job of getting pressure up the middle. I mean, they they tackled well interior and all that. You know, against the run, but Tungvaloa knew that. I mean, as early as the first quarter, like just roll to your right, just keep rolling to your right. We we we're just we're just not getting that edge. There's a lot of inside techniques. Now I know a lot of this is called for. I I understand that Larry Johnson right now is probably like, Jeff. You're an idiot. You have no idea what I was doing. I'm not saying that. I just I watch these games and I tell you what I see. They're not making huge problems for quarterbacks that you're going to need when you play. If you play Iowa, when you play Penn State, when you play Michigan State, and when you play Michigan, all teams um, that you're going to have to bother their pocket quarterbacks, and we're just—I just don't see it yet. They're—they're. Um, they're, I won't say they're on. No, they are. They're underachieving. They're—they're they're not exactly what we thought. <clears throat> Big strong guys, and I know—I know we're. You know the defensive scheme's a little different. I realize all this. I'm strictly saying eyeball sense. They look like just a slightly above average defensive line right now. And yes, we are holding them to high state standards. That's what the show. Like, if you want me to hold them to Maryland standards, defensive line got an A. Great. We're not. So I just think there's some issues there. I don't think me personally. I think Sawyer's really good. He's not jumping off the screen like we want him to. I know he's a kid. He's you know he didn't play last year. He's got a lot of catching up to do. I'm just saying. What I see week to week, as far as as far as the the uh, parts to make that defensive line go, I'm just not. It's just not blowing me away yet, and I, it does concern me. Um, you know, as the season goes on, we'll see. I never would have guessed the. De- I would think the defensive line would be the weakest part of this, the defensive eleven right now. But I'm starting to get nervous. Uh, linebackers played really good. We talked about it. Good for Steel Chambers, uh, leading tackler, really caused a lot of havoc, played fast, played downhill. They're they're getting better in coverage. They're reacting quicker. They're move, they're just simply just moving more instead of being so flat-footed, which tells me they're in, you know, they're listening to the coaches, they're in the film room, they're learning. That's all we can ask. I actually gave them a B plus. I thought they they cluttered up, you know, their their zones really well. I thought they they tackled, you know, made pretty sure tackles were pretty physical. And I thought they had fun and played fast, so I gave the linebackers a B plus. I was, uh, I thought it was their. I think it's probably their best game so far. I know it's easy to say because it's only game five, and they haven't. They've had a lot of deficiencies, but defensive backs I gave a B. Essentially, they look pretty good. Um, but I will say this: you know, if Tugavaloa doesn't overthrow that receiver in the first quarter, that's a wide. I still can. I can. I still hold that against the defensive backs just because the quarterback overthrew it. I saw you let that guy get, you know, make a huge mistake and let, let him get a mile behind you. So I do hold that against this team. And in my mind, that should have been an easy touchdown. Other than that, they held up pretty good. 
Um, Burke gets better every game. Love the guy. Seven Banks is is coming into his own. You know, the safeties are playing better. So so I, I gave the defensive backs a, a B. They didn't get shredded. You know, they kept things in front of them. They made sure tackles. They made some big plays. So, you know, all, overall pretty good. Uh, coaching staff, which we call the head coach on my on the report card. Coaching staff, great job. We, we said it. Every unit that's getting better is because of their accepting their coaching, which means the coaches are doing something right. The t- every unit's getting a little bit better. I thought the game plan yesterday, the way to not to, you know, instead of day, you know, beating his head against the wall and trying to force this run game and 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 causing one of these way too close for for no good reason games that we've seen in the past. He's like, all right, let's just pass it. Go ahead, kid. Turn CJ loose. Had the faith in him. Great, great run designs. Blew him out of the water. So great adjustment. Uh, you know, it's it was another week to where Day is handling questions very well. He's handling any so-called controversies, all that stuff. You know, he's 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 a, he's doing a well-rounded. You know, as a as a coach and the coaching staff. You know, a very well-paid coaching staff. I you know it it feels like the adjustment they made in the defensive coaching it has helped. I mean, the defense is better. Um, most of it's the kids just playing more. It is what it is. So I, I gave an A to the coaching staff. They they came in, they knew what they had to do, and they got it done in emphatic fashion. Uh, good for them. I'm not. I it, it is what it is. You you can't. We just saw yesterday. We saw some upsets yesterday. We saw some good teams play bad games. You can't just roll your team out there and hope to win. Like you have to coach and you have to have a game plan. And you know the Buckeyes did that. And for three weeks in a row, um, they've left no doubt. Um, as far as who the better team on the field was. So that's it. You know, great week. You know, once again, 66-17 win over Maryland. It was fun. It was fun to watch. You know, I got to – this week I got to watch it with, some, you know, other people. We were having a birthday party for my nephew Baker. Shout out to Baker. And it was, it was a really good time. Enjoyed it. This is what the season's about. We, we know we're going to have more stressful, you know, honestly closer games coming up in the future. These ones are fun. When the team plays good, they have, you know – and they're enjoying it. Why not? It was a beautiful day in Columbus. Hope everybody had a good time. And uh, if it's you know that that's that's what the college football season is about as fans. We get sometimes we just get to enjoy it. So that's it, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Remember, you download this anywhere you uh, listen to your podcast. You know, Apple. I prefer Spotify. I'll just say it out loud. I think they're you know they're they're a more podcast friendly platform right now. Is what it is. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for sharing all these things. I'd, I'd love to hear your comments. You know, any uh, thoughts, whatever, hit me up on Twitter at jhunt006. And that's it for this week. Um, we'll, we'll hopefully see you, uh, you know, next Sunday, you know, again with another, with another victory lap. So that's it, everybody. Have a great week uh, and be kind.